all across America and around the world. This is Veterans Radio. This is Veterans Radio. And now, your host for today's program, Dale Throneberry. Hey, welcome to Veterans Radio. My name is Dale Throneberry, a CW2 helicopter pilot in Vietnam in 1969. Welcome to our program. We've got a great stuff to talk about today. Uh, we're going to be talking about the PACT Act. This is our benefits program, remember? So if you've got a question for our resident experts, you can give us a call later on. That number is 734-822-1600. 734-822-1600. And we'll try to answer that question. But we are going to be talking about the new PACT Act, PACT Act, which was uh, recently passed and signed by the president. And this, uh, basically what it does, or simply put, is that I remember reading all about the burn pits and so forth with Iraqi and Afghanistan veterans. That's going to be taken care of, covered, presumptive conditions going along with that. But it also adds a couple of more presumptive uh, conditions for Agent Orange, going back to our generation. And uh, one was high blood pressure. I can't wait to talk about that one. Anyway, um, so we're going to be talking about that today. And uh, so get your calls in if you do have a question about what's going on uh, at your local VA or if you have a disability uh, uh, question, we're here to answer them for you. Um, but before we get to that, I want to make sure that we thank our sponsors. And, you know, we can't do Veterans Radio without our sponsorships. And so we're grateful for all of them. Uh, we've had two that have been around for quite a while now, and I want to really highlight those. And that's uh, Legal Help for Veterans. Legal Help for Veterans specializes in veterans' disability claims. Give them a call. That's Legal Help for Veterans at 800-693-4800. Or you can go to their website. That's LegalHelpForVeterans.com. The National Veterans Business Development Council, better known as NVBDC, the nation's leading third-party authority for certification of a veteran-owned business. You want to do business with a government or many corporations and you need to be a certified, real-life veteran-owned business, these are the people to go to to get that certification. Go to their website, that's nvbdc.org, or give them a call at 888-237-8433. Our local Ann Arbor VA, the Charles S. Kettles VA Medical Center in Ann Arbor, Michigan. For more information about this great facility, you can just go to va.gov slash Ann Arbor Healthcare. Learn more about these organizations and their services as well as how you can become a supporter of Veterans Radio by going to our website. That's veteransradio.net slash our sponsors. I also want to thank our local veterans organizations for their longtime support. As, you know, as our old longtime listeners know, we've been doing this now 19 years, has over 950 programs, almost 500 podcasts. Uh, we can't do it. And we got started with our local organizations. And that was the Irwin Preston American Legion Post 46 and the Charles S. Kettles Vietnam Veterans of America Chapter 310, both of Ann Arbor, Michigan. Thank you all so, so much for your support. Speaking of support, now you like that for a segue. Um, <laughs> Radio on the River is coming. What is Radio on the River? My God, what's that? Well, it's our first annual fundraiser for Veterans Radio. As many of you know, we've converted Veterans Radio to a nonprofit called Veterans Radio America. And uh, so we're going to have our first fundraiser, and it's going to be on Sunday, 
September 25th, which is our normal benefits program. And we're going to be doing a live program from uh, this benefit. And we're hoping that you could help us out. It's called Radio on the River because we're going to be on the banks of the Huron River uh, with uh, guest speakers, music, food, beverages, even some adult beverages, I understand. And uh, just going to be telling stories and getting to know each other and hopefully, um, you know, raising some funds to keep Veterans Radio going. So even though you may not be able to come all the way to Southeast Michigan to do this, we would love you to go to our website, veteransradio.net, and click on the banner ad that says Radio on the River. Uh, we are looking for Obviously, we're looking for donations, but we're also looking for silent auction items. Uh, we've got a, a VIP a person or a group that are going to be there. Um, uh, what do we have? A Marine pilot, World War II veteran, a couple of rotor heads are going to be there. Uh, so we got, we got all represented. They're going to be telling their stories and so forth. And as I mentioned, at the end of the day, we're going to be doing a live broadcast on the river. So that could be kind of an adventure, as they say. So please go to veteransradio.net, click on our banner ad. We appreciate all of your support. Uh, without it, we wouldn't be in California. We wouldn't be in Detroit, Ann Arbor, and in Minnesota, as far as commercial radio stations are concerned. And we wouldn't be all over the Internet. So thank you all very much in advance. So Radio on the River, I'll be talking about this quite a lot as we get closer and closer to it. Okay. The other thing I wanted to mention is I got an email from John Luker, and I don't know if you know John Luker is a local veteran advocate for suicide prevention. Um, and we were talking about this just briefly before we went on the air, is that the, the number that we have heard in the past is 22 a day. Well, that's the, that's the Department of Defense's these are active duty 22 a day. This is gross and disgusting, really, when you think about it. But coming up, uh, starting on September 3rd here locally in the Ann Arbor area at the Vietnam Veterans Memorial over in Ypsilanti Township, they're going to be placing 22 crosses a day uh, just outside the monument there. And this is in, in conjunction with the 22aday.org. And so if you go out past uh, Huron River Drive over in uh, Ypsilanti Township, uh, at noon, starting on uh, Saturday, September 3rd, they are looking for volunteers to put the crosses in the ground. And it, it's, it's, it's becoming a more and more powerful um, display every year. Uh, last year, uh, I know I drove by at, uh, at night one time and it's lit up and it's just so powerful. And as I was, I was telling them earlier on, you know, we need to take care of these people and I have my list, my sign here, right? It says, veteran suicide should be unheard of. Our nation's past and present war fighters and peacekeepers should get so much support that they never lose hope. And that's what it is, folks. And that's what we're going to be talking about today, some organizations that never lose hope. Right? So we don't want to make do that. Actually, the number one of the guests, um, Brian Bradford, I'm, I'm going to just kind of skip over here. Real quick, and Brian was mentioning to me that it wasn't 22 a day. You can, you gave me a different number. Yeah, the, uh, when you include in the, uh, the the reserve, the National Guard, and veterans on top of the DOD's number of uh, which actually went down to 17 a day right now, uh, but the total number right now is 47 a day, Dale. That's just uh, you should never get that high. 
no, we're not, we're not going to let that happen. We won't let that happen. And then that's my next segue is into an organization that I just learned about the other day at breakfast, and it is called Freedom River. And Freedom River is located in Pinckney, Michigan, and its founders are joining me on the line right now. We've got Jeff and Jana Yakey. And uh, so I'll start with Jeff. Jeff, tell us all about Freedom River. What is this all about? Well, Freedom River, it started out uh, just an idea probably about 18 months ago um, to actually move forward with Freedom River. Um, it actually originated the passion and the drive behind this about 20 years ago. And that started with uh, me finishing up my enlistment in the U.S. Army. I was in 10th Mountain Division, 11 Bravo, and uh, got out of the military and went to Michigan State. Uh, actually, Desert Storm popped in January of uh what was it? 1991. Yep. And uh, anyway, it was mobilized for Desert Storm. I got out. I got my first job working at the Ann Arbor VA Hospital in the physical therapy department. And that's when I got a chance to see what's really happening with our veterans. It was a true eye opener of what they go through, the benefits that they try to get, and more importantly, uh, the service that they get in these hospitals and the depression, the PTSD, um, just the lack of... Uh, exercise, outdoor recreation, things of that nature. Um, after working at the hospital for three years, uh, my wife and I, we got married and we continued to volunteer at the VA. And on Christmas Eve, I'd dress up as Santa Claus, we'd get donations and we'd go in on Christmas Eve and work with the volunteer services at the VA. And we'd hand out gift bags and to the 40 veterans that are in the extended care unit there. So after doing that for 20 years and sitting down for just 10 minutes at a time in each bed and thanking them for their service, I, as Santa Claus, would commonly ask, you know, what would uh, Santa Claus bring you for this year? And the common answer was, how do I get out of here and get some fresh air? And it brings into the conversation, well, if you have physical therapy and let's say an occupational therapy appointment, what do you do for the rest of the day? And there isn't anything that they do for the rest of the day. And that's what we want to change. And that's where Freedom River comes from. So in Hamburg Township, about 18 minutes north of uh, the Ann Arbor VA Hospital, we just purchased January 28th of this year. We raised just under $2 million to buy 94 acres on the Huron River that you mentioned before, just upriver from you a little bit. Um, so this 94 acres, what we're looking to do is to build out basically a VA retreat center for veterans and their families. Uh, it's very important to us that we provide what they need. And after 20 years of hearing what these veterans and their families need, is outdoor recreation. For example, horseback riding. Uh, we're gonna have fire pits, we're gonna have fishing, we're gonna have campsites, RV hookups. I mean, we have 32 different amenities that we're gonna provide for veterans and their families. So uh, it's the family unit that we're looking to, to help out in this, in this case. Uh, the whole entire property, the whole project, this is gonna be ADA compliant. So if you're a quadriplegic in a tracked wheelchair, you're gonna be able to come out to Freedom River and have fun. Our objective, nobody's going to be left behind. Uh, common sense is what they talk about is behind the wire. So this is going to be their safe place. So it's a group of veterans that we can all get together in families and sit around a fire and just have great conversation. And nobody's ever left the fire pit, you know, after an evening and said, I wish I didn't do that. It was just something very healing about sitting around a fire, going out fishing, going for a horseback ride. And just feeling that sense of healing that you get from that. So that's what we're looking to provide right now. I think it's a, such a great thing. And, and, and you and your wife both are working really hard on this, right, Jenna? 
Oh, yes. Yeah. And one thing I want to point out, too, is um, that sense of community, because a lot of times, especially since our pandemic, too, the veterans tend to be isolated. Um, so this gives them an opportunity to meet other like-minded people and people that they could reach out to beyond Freedom River. Um, so we want to um, facilitate that for them so that the families have support and the veterans themselves, too. Yep. I, I think it's great. I mean, I, I I always love the opportunity of talking with other veterans just because you find out that, oh, maybe I'm not the only one that feels this way or this happened to me and and so forth. And a lot of times when you're talking to these veterans groups, they have people that they can refer you to to help you out mm-hmm. with, you know, whatever the issue may be. And, and I think that that's a great thing. So if I wanted to support uh, Freedom River, where would I go? Is it, Do you have a website up yet where we can make a donation or how can we wear help out? Yep, it's at freedomriverflows.org. And the first page when you go on there, there's a button there to donate. Okay, we can do that. We can do that. Probably on Facebook and everything else, correct? Yeah, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of them. All Freedom River Flows, if you search for that, they're on there. Oh, awesome. I think so. Well, um, are, are you... Ex- are veterans able to go out there now or is, is that are you we in are we in the construction phase? So we're in a construction phase right now. We're fortunate to have Walbridge Construction. Mr. Mike Haller, he's our chairman of Freedom River. And with Walbridge Construction's help, uh, they're actually helping us, us out with uh, architecture design, uh, the site plan development. We just went through that. We just had uh, TK Design and Wade Trim, the companies, come out and actually map where all the buildings are going to go on the property. And we're slated for being able to break ground September 15th. So we're really trying to raise funds right now for phase one, which is the roads, electrical. Uh, one of the things they all asked Jana and I moving forward is what's most important. And I said, we have too many veterans dying right now daily. We need to do something right now. So we're going to get the campsites up. We want to get some docks up so we can go fishing. We want to get some fire pits so we can sit around the fire. Uh, some bathhouses so that we can use the facilities out there at the property. So we want to do this, as they say, yesterday. We want to get this done. So our goal this fall is to start moving some stuff and and making some things happen so we can start getting veterans and their families out stat. Oh, that's great. Let us know. Keep us keep us informed of what's happening, and we'll just let the world know. We'll get them to come from all over the country. Absolutely. Uh, we appreciate that. Thank you. Well, you know, we have a, one of your board members is with us also, and that's Brian Bradford. And Brian, how did you get involved with uh, Freedom River? Well, uh, I'm the chairman of the board of Veterans Connected. Uh, Jeff came in uh, and gave me a call, and then we wound up sitting down and what have you. Um, and we found out that our missions were absolutely in line with one another. Uh, we were founded uh, on the idea of veteransconnected.org. Founded on the idea, 27% of veterans don't qualify for any benefits whatsoever. They just qualified either because of income or because they didn't serve in a line of duty, they didn't get injured. One of those things can disqualify you. Uh, so we're about reducing the stressors for veterans, uh, be it paying their bills or helping them pay with a car payment or whatever. Uh, we've given away over $300,000 since our founding in September 2019. We got our 501c3 in February of 2020. And uh, we've just been marching forward. We gave away over $130,000 in five vehicles in our first year, and that was during shutdown. Um, and then um, uh, Jeff and Jenna were both talking to people, uh, one at church, one at the, the township, and both said, hey, you need to go talk to uh, the Veterans Connected people and, and link up. 
And to date, uh, we, we, we both sit on both boards, by the way. Jeff sits on the Veterans Connected board, as well as Freedom River and vice versa. Uh, but we're really about helping up and leaving no vet behind, uh, even after the uniform comes off. And we also make sure that we're taking care of the family um, as well, because they serve alongside the vets as well. Um, you know, we we uh, try to encourage as much as possible for people to get involved with us and what have you. There's really nothing that we won't provide uh, for a vet in the community. And we've we were just talking about this at our board meeting. We just finished up one here and then rushed over here to, to get on with you. Uh, Jeff, we ran home and I ran to the office to get on Zoom for you. Uh, but we were talking about how regional that we are. We've, we've had people in, in Colorado, North Carolina, Georgia, Ohio, Michigan, all through the, all through the area. And um, to say that we've given away $300,000 in benefits to the vets in three years is, to me, I couldn't be more proud of the, of the people that we're, uh, that we're surrounded by. Oh, it's got to be a great feeling. So it's not just local. I mean, people from all over the country can contact Veteran Connect, Connected and uh, you, you might be able to help them out. Absolutely. Absolutely. We, we do. Uh, first, we always want to make sure that we're utilizing the proper resources, be it the VA, be it other uh, VSO organizations. We want to be the last place they go. Every single veteran that we've served, we are literally their last hope. For, for any kind of a resolution whatsoever, and we will not let them fall. And so far, God has blessed us uh, that we have not had one vet that we have not been able to provide the services for. And uh, we, again, we are very, very blessed. Uh, we got great people like uh, Jeff on the board uh, and what have you that have done. These people just have incredible hearts. Um, yeah. and, uh, you know, when you, I'm, I'm a, I got out of the military injured. Um, it took two years for me to get my benefits. Um, you know, I, I tell people it was the best and worst time of my life. I wound up uh, uh, getting a great career. But then at some point, you you kind of look back and go, wait a minute, man. There's, there's too many left behind. Let's not leave them behind. So, Absolutely, yes. I'll never leave anybody on the field. And, uh, you know, it was, you know, we every, I heard many times, and we say it quite often ourselves, you know, as we had you back then, we have your back now. And because you never know when this stuff, you know, there are there are conditions that, you know, don't rear their ugly head for 30, 40 years sometimes. Absolutely. uh, We've got a couple of great events coming up. One on September 17th. We're doing a ruck to live. Uh, Last year, there were three veterans that walked through this ruck, the eight mile ruck uh, and what have you. And at the end of that, they all three of them said that that walking through that actually gave them a reason to live. And for the first time, all vets, so general, get on the phone, uh, get some air support in. Uh, <laughs> but the Detroit Free Press Marathon has given us permission to have a military mile for the Detroit Free Press Marathon. So we're going to look for any and all veteran organizations, anybody that serves the veterans, especially ones with PTSD, the serving the, 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 the suicide area, what have you. If you've got something that you could provide, uh, we can bring in some air support, <coughs> Chinook, um, you know, uh, we would love to have that. We've been given basically permission. They've given us air clearance to put whatever we want on there. So maybe we can have Jeff jump out of another one of those choppers uh, one more time. But uh, if you're listening, contact veteransconnected.org and reach out to us. We're, we're going to fill that mile with anything. Uh, we want it to be a very impressive and intimidating thing when people go through that area. They know that they're very well protected. Awesome. Awesome. And that's that, as you said, September 17th. Uh, the September 17th is the rock and the Detroit Free Press Marathon is on October 16th. 
October. Okay. October 16th. Marathon. That's a long way. I don't do marathons any longer. Um, maybe someday. I do know a guy that's uh, my age that does the ruck stuff, though. And, uh, yeah, I think that's cool. Yeah, let us know. Let us know. We'll keep uh, and we'll we'll keep promoting. By the way, for people across the country right now, I, I realize, you know, you say, well, we're all talking about Southeast Michigan. But you've got events coming up. You've got things that, that you want us to talk about. So let us know and we'll talk about them here on Veterans Radio because, you know, if, if you're listening out in, you know, KMET out in California or KFOW in, in Minnesota, we're also, uh, want to promote what you've got going on as well. So just, you know, just send me an email. It's dale at veteransradio.net. Well, I want to thank both of you, three of you all of you for being on our program today. And we, I greatly appreciate uh, what you are doing. And it was, it's been a pleasure to meet both of those, all of you. And um, like I said, keep me informed, keep us informed. And uh, maybe next year our radio on the river will be out on freedom river. Sounds like a good thing, Dale. We, we appreciate the opportunity to come on with you today. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you, Brian. Thank uh, you, Brian. Okay. Bye. Take care. All right. We're going to take a quick break here. And when we come back, we're going to start talking about the PACT Act. And this is uh, something that is really important to veterans of all generations. And it seems to have something in there pretty much for all veterans from all generations, which I think is kind of cool. So stick around. Uh, you're listening to Veterans Radio, and we will be right back. The Medal of Honor is the highest award for valor in combat given a member of the Armed Forces of the United States. There have been over 3,400 recipients of the nation's highest award. This is one of them. Here's Eugene Obregon pulled a fellow Marine to safety, then shielded his body with his own. Details after this. If you have a VA claim denied by the Board of Veterans' Appeals, contact Legal Help for Veterans at 1-800-693-4800. They're experts in handling cases before the U.S. Court of Appeals for Veterans Claims. Their number again, 1-800-693-4800. While serving as an ammunition carrier of a machine gun squad that was temporarily pinned down by North Korean fire, Obregon observed a fellow Marine fall wounded. Armed only with a pistol, he unhesitatingly dashed from his covered position to the side of the casualty. Firing his pistol with one hand as he ran, he grabbed his comrade by the arm with the other hand and dragged him to the side of the road. Still under enemy fire, he was bandaging the man's wounds when hostile troops of approximately platoon strength began advancing toward his position. Quickly seizing the wounded Marine's carbine, he placed his own body as a shield in front of him and lay there firing accurately and effectively into the hostile group until he himself was fatally wounded by enemy machine gun fire. Obregon enabled his fellow Marines to rescue the wounded man and aided essentially in repelling the attack. The Medal of Honor series is a production of Veterans Radio. Military veterans touch everyone's life. I'm guessing right now you're thinking of a veteran, a close friend, relative. Maybe it's you. Even the toughest of us sometimes need help but don't know where to turn for support. You don't need special training to help a veteran in your life. We can all help someone going through a difficult time. Learn how you can be there for veterans. Visit VeteransCrisisLine.net. VeteransCrisisLine.net. A message from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. I 
And we're back here on Veterans Radio, and uh, what we're going to be talking about right now for the remainder of the program is the PACT Act. And uh, joining me on the line is our expert from Legal Help for Veterans, retired Air Force Brigadier General, Carol Ann Fasson. General, welcome back to the program. Thank you, um, Dale. Boy, was that an interesting and great first sec- section that we heard about just now um, about the benefits. Uh, I think that's so awesome. Well, we try to do our best. And from the Ann Arbor VA, the Public Relations Director is Brian Hayes. Brian, welcome back. Hey, thanks, Dale. I'm glad to be back. We've got uh, some really good stuff to talk about today. We do. We have the, I got the full name of the law here. That's what I was looking for. The Sergeant First Class Heath Robinson honoring our promise to address Comprehensive Toxic Act. No wonder they want to to PACT Act. Um, And this is is a result of of Sergeant uh, Robinson uh, really passing away as a result of his exposure to the burn pits. Mm -hmm. I think he was in Afghanistan, but I'm not sure. Um, But, you know, sudden onset of of illnesses and and he's gone at 39 years old with a family. And and it's just uh, it's such a sad story. And I know that it's not just, you know, it's not the only sad story as we have talked about here as a result of other toxic exposures over the years. So, Brian, what is what is the uh, VA hospital side of the picture look like? Well, you know, this is really a big benefits package. You know, the PACT Act historic uh, expands VA health in case uh, some of your audience haven't heard about it. It expands yeah. VA healthcare and benefits to veterans exposed to burn pits and other toxic substances. It empowers the VA uh, really to provide generations of veterans. This isn't a younger veteran law. This is for generations of veterans and their survivors to get the care and the benefits they need. We're estimating more than 5 million veterans are going to benefit from the the PACT Act. This is probably the most major uh, veteran-facing legislation that's passed uh, uh, for, for, uh, for VA in, um, gosh, decades, decades upon decades. Um, I can give you a quick sort of rundown of the overview of, of, of the benefits. Uh, it expands and extends eligibility for VA healthcare for veterans with toxic exposures and veterans of, uh, of different eras, uh, not only Gulf War and, and post 9-11, but we're also talking about Vietnam era veterans. Uh, tw- more than 20 new presumptive conditions uh, from burn pits and other toxic, toxic exposures. Uh, there's a presumptive in there for agent, <clears throat> pardon me, agent orange and radiation exposure. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also, uh, toxic exposure screenings for every veteran who's enrolled in VA healthcare. So as you come into your appointment, uh, and you visit with that nurse, as you head into your primary care appointment, we'll be asking you questions about your toxic exposures to see if maybe there are some benefits that you're not taking advantage of and also some healthcare that you may be in need of that you may not be aware of. Um, but in order to let veterans know about this, you know, we're, we're, you know, they're, they're creating, uh, television commercials, radio commercials. We're also gearing up to execute a comprehensive in-person outreach, uh, 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 plan for veterans all over the country and their survivors. Remember, this doesn't just include veterans. This also includes survivors, um, that who may have benefits coming to them as well. Uh, but now, but, but just, you know, just so folks know the most important things for veterans to know right now, just in this moment, uh, we want veterans and their survivors to apply now. Do that now. Now, by the law, we're not allowed to execute. We can't uh, begin processing those benefits until January 1st. 
but you can get those applications in and get geared up for that. And you can do that at uh, va.gov slash PACT. It's right there. As soon as you hit the website, you just hit the button that says apply now and it'll take you right there. Um, the conditions that have already uh, taken a serious toll on a lot of veterans and their families, and they're considering all of these conditions established by the PACT Act to be presumptive on August 10th, the day the bill was signed, right? So, oh, okay. Right. So we may not be able to process those claims until we start on January 1st, but, Jan- but August 10th is the day that's, that that's effective, if, that, if that's helpful. I hope it is. Um, and then if any of the survivors, anybody wants to know any more information about it, all the details are available. A really nice uh, VA did a really nice job putting the website together, va.gov slash PACT, P-A-C-T. Uh, or if you're not particularly, uh, if you're not a person that's online a lot, 1-800-MY-VA-411. And those then, that's the number you can call there and, and there'll be somebody there to answer all your questions. Hopefully, hopefully I, I didn't bore you to death, but that's that's pretty much the PACT Act in a nutshell. <laughs> that's OK. We can go into as much depth as we, as we want to, because there are so many different things that are that are being made available as a result of this act. Well, um, I mean, it yeah. really is a comprehensive. Um, it, it's incredible. And we're talking about, you know, five million veterans, 5 million lives that are going to be touched by this law. Um, And we're estimating that we we may see as many as 3 million more veterans qualify for VA healthcare. And that's, that's impressive. That is. Carol Ann, you you raised your hand. Um, Brian, thank you so much. And you're right. You're absolutely right on. The VA has done a great job in the presentation of this. Um, one thing I'd like to add, a couple things that I thought was really significant, because um, we've been already getting calls uh, from a lot of clients to say, am I eligible? Am I eligible? When you look at this, the way it's spelled out, it's on or after September 11th, 2001, and they list all of the locations where you might have been. I thought mm-hmm. that was significant. Mm-hmm. And airspace above yeah, that's locations. A... As we were talking about, I was getting some razzing um, <laughs> about being Air Force, and uh, I happened to bring up the Air how important it is for um, our Air Force to be in there. And on or after August 2nd, 1990, do you know how um, this expands it, as you were saying, Brian, you know, 5 million eligibles and then. Well, August 2nd, 1990 was the the beginning of the Gulf War era. Correct. You you remember that's um, when Saddam invaded Kuwait. Yes. And I'm telling you, when people ask us, they're like, oh, my God, I was there. I've never been eligible. But now all the presumptives, the cancer presumptives, the new presumptives. And I know January 1 seems like a far away, but I think we're going to blink and it's going to be there. And this is the fast moving. It's not as long as it took for, you know, um, to recognize Agent Orange. So I really do think this is extremely significant yeah. for our veterans. And that presumptive date being backdated to August 10th, I think is really important to the day the law was signed. Uh, but it takes a little time to to gear all that up. And don't forget, Carolina, about the toxic exposures for Vietnam veterans to Agent Orange and radiation, a part of that radiation. as well. So so we're, we're going back to the Vietnam era with the PACT Act. This is such an important, uh, such an important law. 
And, and that's why I guess it's really important. You stressed it. Go, go to the um, internet, what the VA has. Go and call your VSOs. You know, mm-hmm. call us at Legal Help for Veterans. You brought up the presumptive, the radiation presumptive locations. I mean, some of these go back to 1967, Brian. Mm-hmm. And I also think that's, it's, it's extensive. I mean, since this came out, you know, we've been reviewing it, but every time you turn a page, you're looking at something different and you need to talk to an individual one on one on, on peel the onion back on their story and mm-hmm. find out if they're eligible. And in most cases, everybody we've been talking to, they're going to be eligible for this new law and to look at their benefits. So absolutely, it's really significant. Yeah. And, um, you know, VSOs are very helpful when it comes to filing claims. Sometimes it can be a little confusing, but honestly, uh, I don't know if, if any of you have filed a claim recently, but the VA has made it so much easier online. Now you can really navigate that. Uh, if you're not a particularly savvy computer person, get one of your millennial grandkids or something to help you out. But it, uh, it you know, it's really not, uh, it's really not difficult uh, uh, at the risk of uh, sharing too much information. I filed my claim last year for something that I have that's presumptive. And it was actually a very easy process. I think I did the claim in about 20 minutes and, uh, you know, did my appointments over the course of a couple of months. And I believe I, I uh, had my benefits approved within three months. So VA has done so much better at, uh, at getting things done and getting benefits out there. I can't guarantee that for everybody, depending on what your case is. But for me, you know, it was pretty cut and dried once I got my had my first exam. Um, and also, you know, when you uh, the, at very same location on that website for filing for a disability claim, you can also apply for VA health care. Uh, there's a link right under that link. So, you know, if, if you've got something that's going to be that's presumptive on that list, um, you know, go ahead and apply for your health care, too. Let's get that done. Let's get the disability done and the health care done. We're you know pleading with as many veterans as possible. We want to help everybody. Well, I think it, it's it certainly is a worthwhile goal, Ryan, to try and help everybody. And it, I, I, I'm just I'm, I'm a little bit nervous about gearing up for this whole thing because it's going to require, you know, it seems like hiring more people. And that's happening. Yes, those, those funds are available too. Um, not only uh, not only does it, you know, is it directly benefiting veterans as far as their health care, but it also means that VA has been has been provided funds through the law to hire more more healthcare professionals, more benefits people, you know, lots of stuff. So it's all in there and including research. I don't want to leave out research. No. Um, VA is is also gearing up for doing more improved research on these ailments and the causes of these ailments and all of that education for staff and and uh, treatment, uh, you know, treatment education so we can treat these uh, toxic exposures more, um, you know, uh, better as we move forward, you know. I want to remind our audience that we're talking about the PACT Act that is, you know, for anybody who's, it seems like almost anybody who's been in this service over the last 40 years, you know, you may be, uh, you know, you, you may have been exposed to some sort of toxic um, things that are out there, you know, Camp Lejeune, all those other things that are going on. And so it's really to your advantage to apply for, for benefits, find out if you're eligible and, you know, go from there. And as Brian pointed out, it's retroactive back to August 10th. So if they don't, you know, if you don't get your, you know, decision until, you know, next March, I'll be generous. Um, next March, um, they go back, you know, six months, seven months. 
Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, you get a retroactive check. I was, I was going through this. And again, I encourage people, as, as Brian pointed out, to go to, to the, uh, through the, the uh, VA website, you know, va.gov slash pact. And really everything is there. I mean, they have a list of, of presumptive disabilities that's almost two pages long. And it's mm-hmm. just, it's, it's, it's mind boggling to me the effect that these toxic burn pits can, could have on these veterans. I mean, yes. you know, and not only on the ground, but as you pointed out, Caroline, if you're in the air, so as a helicopter pilot, I'm going, I'm just flying along and I fly through some smoke. Mm-hmm. There it yeah. is. Well, and I think, you know, just in case there may be some who, who aren't familiar with the lingo, presum- let's define presumptive, right? So yes. something that's presumptive, uh, VA benefits uh, automatically assumes that your service caused that condition, right? And that's why it's so important when something, um, it, you know, is moved into that presumptive category. So if you have it, VA assumes that your military service was the cause of it. And it's going to be a know, as as we're looking at some of these um, brand new presumptives and uh, with this PAC deck, what I've been telling to people when they're calling in and they're going, we want to talk to you about this. Pull your records together. Get your DD-214. <laughs> mm-hmm. Get your service records, particularly if you were being treated and you've got the uh, SF-600s, you know, you've got the documentation that you have some of this. It, it helps us. It helped me mm-hmm. review quite a few records already to say, wow, you, yeah. here's your story right in front of you. And, mm-hmm. you know, and as a medical, I'm able to go through those pretty quickly and yep. uh, to see the threads and the connections with, um, with your service and your location that mm-hmm. it's like, come on, let's, let's, applying for these benefits. Well, that's the thing is, you know, your DD-214 is so important in these, you know, because like you said, it it shows where you were, you know, and that's what you need to show. You know, when you have a, you know, a presumptive condition, you don't really need to prove that your service caused the condition because the government has decided that your military service is, you know, we presume that that what you do need to show is that, that you meet the service requirements for the presumptive, right? Where were you and when? Where were you and when? And, you know, a lot of this started with the, with the blue, uh, blue water Navy mm-hmm. being added to the, to the Vietnam thing. And I was, That's I just right. wanted to go real quick to see if I can find where these people have served. This is, you know, we think, oh, nobody goes anywhere these days. Well, guess what? They're all over the, all over the world. Um, but for, for the Vietnam thing, they also added five new locations for Vietnam veterans or Vietnam era veterans. And that was, any U.S. Uh, Royal Thai military base in Thailand from 62 to 76, Laos, none of us were ever in there, right? Cambodia, none of us were ever in there. Um, Guam or American Samoa from 62 to 80, the Johnson Atoll. Um, I have a relative years and years ago who uh, unfortunately passed away as a result of radiation poisoning and didn't receive a dime. And, um, what do you wish with some of these things were retroactive? But, um, I, I think that the, you know, from the Vietnam veterans st- uh, standpoint, uh, the two new presumptives that are in there are high blood pressure. Who knew? Don't we all have high blood pressure? <laughs> Don't we eventually, eventually get it? But, it, but you still have to, you still have to meet the, uh, 
definition of of what's a inappropriate numbers, I guess, would be the term I'm thinking about, right? You know, abnormal or, you know. Yeah, like, abnormal yeah. numbers yeah. and stuff, even if you just have a little. It's not yeah. going to make a big deal. And then, all right, this is monoclonal gammopathy ooh, of unsignif- undetermined significance. What is that? Do you know what that is, Caroline? Off the top, I'm not going to give a, a an answer for that until uh, next it, next month. Oh, okay. okay. I don't know what it is. I was, I was just just questioning it, but I, I I think that the the idea is oh, there's also three new locations. Hold on, again, Inawak, Inawatak, and I can't pronounce it. Atoll. Atoll, yep. And I think what's significant, too, is, um, and I I can't tell you how much with this PACDAC, um, the cleanup of radiation in um, Atoll and Spain and um, Thule Air Force Base. But you know what I've been hearing for years? Carol Ann, I served during um, the American Samoa. And, you know, we're not getting recognized. And and that because that came new. And then the Johnson Atoll. So I think those are significant because um, look at with Guam or American Samoa. The dates are 1962 until 1980. And then with the Atoll, it's 72 to 77. Um, there were so many men and women who served that weren't recognized. And I think we're, we're finally recognizing those veterans and going back. And I think Brian said 5 million. I think when we really start looking at numbers, it could even exceed that if individuals um, come. And I think what Brian said is also significant and the PACT Act, if you are out there listening to us, and you have a loved one that met this criteria, but he or she passed, please still contact us because you are survivors now and you could apply for some of these benefits. So I would tell you, um, don't think it's a waste of time. Reach out buddy, and see if you are ed- eligible for any of these benefits. Well, and, that- and, and the website, uh, Carol Ann, has a section of information just for survivors. It's at the bottom of the page. You can go right down there and click on those three drop-down menus, and you'll 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 get quite a bit of your uh, quite a few of your questions answered right there. So right. I encourage everybody to go to va.gov/pact. You'll learn a lot. Yeah, you just just stepped on my next question. All both of you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what about this? What about the survivors? And I see, you know, that there, there's. Uh, there's DIC, the dependency and indemnity compensation is a possibility for yes. that. Yes. And, and that's what death and indemnity um, is, uh, Dale. Um, but before we go on, I, I want to answer this. MGUS, it is a non cancerous condition where the body makes an abnormal protein called paraprotein. Um, although it's not a, a cancer, it is, it is having a slightly higher risk of developing myeloma, um, a cancer of the blood cells, which is now on the presumptive. So if you have MGUS, you need to get in there 
Um, it is not as common. It's not cancer, but it could cause significant problems for you. And if you were burn pits, um, Vietnam, Agent Orange, this has now been recognized. I think that's significant. There's a lot of heavy lo- lobbying going on for this bill, I would say. Yes. Sounds like. I think it's, 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 it's and uh, Brian, as you pointed out, this is, this is a once in a generation bill. Yeah. Well, yes. you know, and, and you gotta, you, you gotta give props. Uh, veterans got this done, right? Mm-hmm. Because it was, it was withering on the vine and veterans gathered in Washington and said, get this done. And uh, they got it done. So. They got it. Uh, let's see what else we got. We got one time accrued benefits payments, uh, survivor's pension possibility. So again, if you, if you have, have a loved one, a spouse who passed away from any of these potentially listed diseases, you should see what, you know, see what you're available. This is not taking money from other veterans. No. This is one of the things that veterans do. Oh, I don't need it. Somebody else needs it more than I do. Well, you're entitled to it. And I would, would strongly suggest that you look and see what it is. If you, if, if you don't want to use the money, donate it to another cause. Give it, give it to, you know, to, uh, give it to Veterans Radio America. No, give it to Veterans Connected. Give it to, you know, some other organization that's out there helping veterans. Why not? But it's what you're entitled to. You went through it and you were exposed to it. And, you know, many cases, this stuff ends up killing you. And, um, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to leave your family, you know, out of the loop when it comes to some of these issues that you have. And I, I just encourage everyone to, to go to va.gov slash pack, see what's there. Um, something else that is significant, and I'm not making any promises, but <laughs> if you've been denied one of the new presumptives and you have kept it open with whether it's a VSO, Legal Help for Veterans, um, on your own accord, you might get back pay even further than August of 2022. It depends on what you've done. As Brian said, go in, do a claim for any of these. If you don't have anything, that's a new claim. But if you have prior um, and you've been denied, you've kept them open, you go back, um, you might be able to get significant back pay for that once this comes across. Right. I, th- I think one of the things that I was reading in one of the articles was how many people were denied benefits yes. you know, for the, for the fire pit exposure. And of course there's agent R and stuff yes. you know, over the years, but uh, all of these people, if they have survived in many, most cases, they are going to be eligible for something. And well, depend, depending on the degree of whatever this disease has done to them, it can end up being a significant amount of money. Yeah, resubmit those claims, even if you've been denied. Resubmit. Resubmit. Same thing with VA healthcare. If for whatever reason you may have been, uh, you may not have qualified for healthcare in the past. Now's the time to get that application in for VA healthcare. It's exceptional. It's world class healthcare. Uh, some of the very best in the country. Um, I'm a little partial to Ann Arbor, but I think almost all VAs are, you know, I think they're all really good. I, we have heard that. We have heard that, you know, Ann Arbor <laughs> has, you know, it's a pretty good, 
relationship with another, I don't know, some hospital across the river. Um, I, can, I can see it from my office. <laughs> but, 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 you know, and the healthcare has been excellent there. You know, they're speaking from personal experience. I know that, you know, I've heard some people complain about some things, but for the most part, it's very professional. Um, they're very caring and, you know, they seem to go out of their way to try and help whatever the veterans questions are, whatever the situation is. And I mean, that's what the veterans hospital is supposed to do wherever you happen to be. And, you know, so, you know, and there's been a cleanup going on and it, 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 it appears that over the last 10 years, let's say there has been a concerted effort to um, streamline, modernize and, you know, make these hospitals more and more uh, patient friendly. And, yeah, and, and as you know, you know, since you visit us uh, at the Ann Arbor facility, you can, you know, we're just under construction pretty much constantly with improving and remodeling and rebuilding. And and uh, Dale, do you mind if I get a plug in for our new facility uh, coming? Not online at here all. For Lisa? No, while you're uh, here. <laughs> yeah, while, while I'm here, um, I just wanted to mention that our new Howell Michigan Clinic will be coming up and opening uh, mid-October. So folks who live, uh, you know, again, this is Southeast Michigan talk. So folks listening in other areas of the country, it's probably uh, not as big a deal for you. But for Southeast Michigan, this is huge. We have such a great population of veterans in Livingston County, just north of mm-hmm. Ann Arbor, Washtenaw County. And, uh, you know, we saw a need there. So we said, let's put a clinic there. So we have. And that clinic in Howell is going to be coming open on uh, October 17th is what we're shooting for. And also, I wanted to also get a plug in for our new women's clinic. Finally, we I think we're going to get that open. It's going to open toward the beginning of November. So the women who come to VA Ann Arbor are going to have their own clinic for primary care and some other things uh, that they can come to. So we're really excited about having that too. One of the things that I'm sorry. And of course, Canton has been open now for a few months and that's just gone gangbusters. Uh, We're gaining more patients every day in the, uh, in the Canton office in the Canton clinic there. So, so folks who live so much closer and don't have to drive all the way into Ann Arbor just for a quick primary care appointment. Now they can go to Canton. So, you know, and just in the past, by the time we get the one in Howell open uh, just in less than a year, we will have opened three brand new clinics in Southeast Michigan. Well, and, and Brian, I, I know you may not know any of this, but is, are these clinics going on across the country? Well, it depends. Many it places? depends on that. Yeah, it depends on the healthcare system. You know, the uh, the Air Commission had gone around and identified uh, places that needed improvement. Um, but unfortunately, I think depending on your perspective, whether it's unfortunate or not, but that that commission was defunded by uh, mm-hmm. Congress. Uh, because, you know, it, it, there's just there's just a lot of politics to it. But a lot of facilities still have funds uh, that are available for them to make the improvements that they need to make on their own with or without the Air Commission. Um, so that's happening all over. Yeah. And I think one of the things that to point out to our, our audience, especially our younger audience, is that they're hiring. VA is oh. hiring everywhere. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, you know, the the. Right, right now, I think we're, we're practically at record low unemployment now in the country. I think it's like right around 3%. It's, it's crazy. Um, but, but that also means there's a lot of folks who, uh, just aren't in the workforce. 
and retiring, you know, baby boomers are retiring and that, you know, the largest generation in history is retiring and those jobs got to get filled by somebody. And so there's just a lot of work that needs to be done and we need more people to do it. We just had a pretty successful hiring event about a week and a half ago on the Ann Arbor campus. Um, we had, uh, I think 153 folks came through and did applications. I believe we made 40 offers that day. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, we need nurses. Uh, VA needs nurses. And if, <laughs> if you ever felt like you needed a, uh, you know, if you had a passion, if you needed a mission in your life, something that brings meaning to you, come work for the VA. You'll yeah. find meaning every day walking around the hallways. You'll find meaning. That's a, that's a that's a good plug. <laughs> right. <laughs> not not just good. nurses, you know, not just nurses. We need, you know, medical support assistants. We need, uh, you know, housekeepers, everything. We need we 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 need folks to come work at the VA. And it's not bad pay from what I could it's, from it, what I could it, see. Being a federal employee has good, you know, it's good benefits. The pay's not bad. It's it's uh, comparable to uh private sector, so uh you know, and and it's public service. So, so Brian, with that great advertisement, which I loved, um, how does one apply um, to go to um, www.va.gov? I've heard that it takes a longer period of time, but I think you've shortened up that hiring. Well, we've definitely shortened up the hiring process. We've done that on our own, but the PACT Act also had some provisions in there that, that, that shortened up the hiring process for medical personnel, especially. So it doesn't take six months to get hired by the Fed anymore at the VA. Sometimes that can be done in less than a month. We made offers that day to people uh, at the uh, hiring event. So we're, uh, we're, we've got, we've gotten that a lot better, but usajobs.gov, that's where you go. USA, what was that again? usajobs.gov. That's where, that's where all federal jobs are posted. You can just do a search by, you can do search by location, search by agency. Um, You know, there's a great, great, great place. That's where you start. Yep. Brian, it was great to have you on today. I love it. Oh, thanks. It was good. I've, you know, it's nice to come on and have such great news for <laughs> veterans. It really is. You know, we just, this is such a wonderful thing for veterans and their families and really, you know, just everybody, you know, a rising tide lifts all boats. And I think this is a great example of that. Yeah, I agree with you. I think in my time since retirement, this is the the best act, comprehensive going out there and making decisions to take care of our veterans. This is, this is the best I've ever seen it. I think one quick thing is, you know, you think about, cause they're having trouble with the recruiting right now of getting new younger people into the military, mm-hmm. you know, and, and uh, we have to show these young people that we are going to take care of them. Yes, I believe you know, it was George Washington that said. You that. are. I was going to go right to that. <laughs> you, this guy's you, been jumping on my lines yeah. all day. Uh. <laughs> you, you go, you go, Dale. It's your show. You, you. No, it's just that you know George Washington did say, you know, we, we're not going to be able to keep an army going unless we take care of the ones that were there before. That's right. And that's right. That's a very bad, you know, trans, translation of it. But that's the point. You know, if if they see that we are making a a, a, a serious effort to take care of our veterans, then maybe they'll be more willing to sign up. Right. And, um, you know, yeah, we do. The, the, the military, all, all the branches are, yeah. you know, are missing their recruiting numbers. And uh, this is something that we would encourage uh, people to do. I mean, we know that there's still conflicts going on around the world, 
but it's not as, as you know, it's, it's not as bad, I guess you could say, as it has been in many t- years over the past. But, um, you know, hey, you're going to learn to do stuff you never thought you ever imagined you would ever learn how to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to end up with a pretty good education um, package when you're done. And if you like it, you can retire in 20 years. Well, as a 22-year-old kid, I was in charge of a $40 million radar system. I never thought that would ever happen. Well, that's for sure, too. I'm flying, you know, I was flying around in a million-dollar aircraft. Yeah. I think, well, today it's probably $20 million or something like that. Yeah. But, you know, at 20 years old, and, that, and that's, that's the experience and the camaraderie and the amazing people that you're going to meet. So yeah. I want to thank both of you very much for being on our benefits program. I'm hoping that you, Segway, can join us. Uh, to Radio on the River on September 25th. Uh, we're going to do our benefits program from there. And so if you haven't received an email yet, you should in the next couple of days. And for all of you across the country, if you'd like to, you know, like what we're doing here on Veterans Radio, we could certainly use your support. So please go to veteransradio.net, click on the banner. You don't have to come all the way to Ann Arbor to go to the show or whatever it is. Maybe you have something that we can auction off to make a little funds, or you can just make a donation. And your donations are tax deductible. And so we appreciate it so much when you show your support for what we're doing. And this is the type of programming that we're going to be doing hopefully for another 20 years. And uh, so we want to thank you for that. I want to make sure that we, you know, you can follow us on Facebook. I got to go away now. We'll be back next week. Until then, you are dismissed. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.